0: You. I said
1: it outside, but I'll say it so everyone knows how in love we are, but I miss you. Mm. I did. It's been
0: a I while. miss you too, man. Yeah, we haven't we have, Yeah, we haven't had a lot of, uh, it, you know, it, it, one of the things that I always think is really funny, I, I love my engineer friends, you yeah. know, it's like I can, and most of my engineer friends, we don't get together and talk about like gear or anything like yeah. that. We just talk about shit, you know, yeah. like normal people, but I absolutely love them. But having friendships with people in the music industry is fucking impossible, man. It's It's like so hard to be able to have time to really devote time to hanging out with somebody or seeing somebody. It's like uh, because you're both in this position of like, well, this is my career, yeah, and I have to do this stuff all the time, you know, and I I, and I have to prioritize my clients. I think what it is. Because, I mean, you
1: know, we, we can hang out from time to time, or if there's food involved, I mean. Yeah. But it's less about the hang time. You know what I mean? Like, neither of us need, like, hang time. What it is, is uh, it's, like, therapeutic. Right. Someone who knows your right. life, who can have empathy or sympathy that is for your so life. True. And who just knows all the bullshit that's going on and can right. be like, yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, it being known, really hard. there's like this deep affinity,
0: even <laughs> yeah. if you're not hanging out
1: uh, every day or every week or even every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Uh, sometimes, you know, I saw um, Robert Carranza, who's one of my mentors. Uh, I saw him here at, at East West. They had a party and I was yeah. in the midst of running around because I was doing the sound oh, for the party. Was yeah. It was total chaos and um you know we're doing all this stuff and and I see him and just for a split second you know he just I stop and he's like he puts his hand on my shoulder and he's like hey man he's like great great seeing you love yeah. you man fucking you're doing great yeah. i see you out here doing stuff and like kind of and that little 30 seconds of interaction yeah. was enough for me to carry for like oh sure. man I love yeah. that guy you know just it's the like, bump you needed he yeah. just literally just gave me the hey man great to see you you know I yeah. you know I can see you're busy yeah, yeah. I know what you're up against right for sure. now yeah. and then just on on with the night but yeah. it was oh man it was so great I love seeing my engineer friends out in the wild which yeah. out in the
1: wild like seeing a school teacher at the
0: grocery store <laughs> yeah. or something. like what are you doing uh, you... You have a I, life outside of the studio. It's so fun. So this good transition here. The the so I did a bunch of things at NAMM uh, where I I dressed up in 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 a, a costume of sorts and I walked around NAM and I was just basically trolling everybody and shit.
1: I saw some uh, classic.
0: I, I saw so many of my friends at NAM yeah. who did not recognize Dude, me. Dude, you're.
1: I called, as soon as you texted me that picture, I called you immediately. You can attest to that. It was so good. Uh, There's no way anyone recognized you. Yeah. I wouldn't, I I would have seen you and you would have had to been like, Shane, it's (laughs) Dude, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean like no it was literally
0: way. I was I I so one of my friends who used to run Bedrock was there at a at NAM and we texted I texted him and was like, "Hey man, come over here. We're over here." Yeah. And it was me and Jeff Ellis and Jeff Ellis when he first saw me, I when I came up to him, he thought I was like a fan or something sure. cuz I was like, yeah. "Jeff Ellis, you're the best, man." And he was like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" So, um so the uh this other guy phil he he comes over he sees jeff i'm standing with jeff yeah he comes up he says hi to jeff he's talking to jeff and i have this video of him because i'm like filming the whole thing yeah and about like 20 seconds into the interaction he goes Oh, fuck, is that you? <laughs> He's like, man, <laughs> he stood beside me for like a good 20 seconds, like yeah. right beside me, wow. listening to me talk, having a co- and then only after I like looked him directly in the eye did he yeah. go, oh shit.
1: <laughs> Dude, it was so good. It was good because it was subtle. It's not like you wore a sumo suit or something. No, like, no it, it was nice, you, but it yeah. Was, yeah, it was so subtle.
0: And and I thought it was really funny. I did a post after that too where I talked about, because um, I was at Coachella right after that, and... I'm sitting there at Coachella yep. and I look up and there is a guy dressed and looking exactly like what I looked like in there. Long Classic. hair, handlebar but mustache. He was serious. Yeah. Wearing a hat, <laughs> dead serious, bro. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is fucking hilarious. Oh, because so I literally, good. I remember thinking on the way there, like, man, I'm gonna stick out like a sore thumb. Like, yeah. people are gonna. And then I like thought about it for a second. I was like, nah, it's like Nam is just full of just over the top, like should have should have left that style in the eighties yeah. or nineties like type yeah. people. And I got there and there were so many people that looked exactly like what I was dressed. Oh, I so was so good. good. Yeah, you so didn't funny. stand out at all.
1: Uh I don't know if you were gonna get to this, but I'll I'll say it. Like we'll get the episode maybe overarching yeah. theme out. And then I have just legitimate we're just gonna kind of spend this episode BSing about stuff. Yeah. is my selfish hope. Uh but the theme-ish will be like random jobs we've done that make up our job over the years. And I would say in the past, although I've definitely done some crazier stuff in the past, but that's like, to date, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, literally, think of you as probably <laughs> being an East West, but you're all over the place, including I, Coachella and Europe, yes, right? Yes,
0: I'm, I'm going to Europe here for three weeks to do a tour uh, where I basically DJ and uh, playback and tech for uh, one of the artists that I work with, Johan, who's also a friend of mine. I also just did Coachella with IDK. These are the types of things, and this is how it always happens for yeah. me. I'm not looking to do these things. I don't sure. go out and be like, hey, I can do this if you need, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? It's just, I have said yes to so many things so many times when I needed to do it for money. Sure, That now I just, I know how to do... Random stuff. All sorts of random stupid stuff. You know, for for Coachella, the way that this came up uh, was uh, I had gone out on tour. IDK, I met IDK back in like, uh, I want to say September or something like that. And he had a tour that he was supposed to go on with Pusha T that he found out about... The week I met him, wow. he was like, oh, I got invited to do this tour with Pusha T. And he was like, I got to finish this album I'm working on, which just actually uh, the first single from it just came out last week oh, during for was Coachella or recorded, whatever. Like yeah, hotel yeah, yeah, one something. of the ones at hotel rooms yeah. that I did. And he had asked me, "Literally, I just met him, and he was like, hey, man, uh, I'm about to go out on tour. I need to finish this record. Would you be interested in going out on tour with me? Yeah. Uh, and and doing this record, he's yeah. like, we're just going to be like hotels and all this shit. I was like, okay, yeah, for sure. So we go out on this tour, and um, and I've done this a couple times with artists where I go out on tour to like record them and stuff. But sure. when I do this, it always happens the same way. It's always I'm out on tour, and then I see something very important not getting done. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, oh, dang, like. I, we need to, you guys need somebody to deal with this. Like yeah. you don't have somebody setting up your tech. You don't have somebody yeah. dealing with this. You don't have and somebody. And are
1: probably completely unaware. Like, no, no idea. idea. Yeah.
0: You know, I, and I'll share this quote too. The first tour I ever did, uh, yeah. like big tour, I did the 444 tour with Jay-Z uh, yeah. as Vic Mensa's engineer. Oh, wow. You know, that's Vic, how it started. Vic was on that tour? Yeah. He he no, was the I opener for that tour. And, um, and it was just Vic and, and Jay-Z. Yeah. And, um, we did it, the way that happened was the exact same way about a week before he was supposed to leave for tour, he fired his production manager because wow. he was like, you know, it was a whole thing and he was like he was like, "Hey man, can you help us just get this stuff off the ground? I know you know about production yeah. stuff. Yeah. Can you help us just get this off the ground? Our first shows in Anaheim, our second shows uh, in Vegas and then if we get those two shows off, we'll be great, we'll you let know." You off the hook, yeah. And um and so I was like, "Okay, yeah, for sure I can help you with that." We um We get up to the show, we do the first show in Anaheim, and Vic's like, uh, bro, I don't know what you're doing, I have no idea, (laughs) he's like, but I know if you're not here, something very important is not getting done, and truthfully, that's exactly what it was, there was so many things, it was like, I was, I was, you know, I was basically production manager, I was, tech support, I was security at yeah. times, I was recording him after we got off stage at night, yeah. I was uh, organizing, I was running, I was literally uh, doing monitors, I was I was uh, mixing monitors for him on stage and for all the band that was up there and shit, yeah. there's so many things, and so that was the start of how I started doing this shit, and while yeah. I was doing it, i just I just see the dudes from Jay-Z's team, yeah. and be like, uh, what do you do, yeah. you know, like, yeah. Tell me about it, and then they'd explain it. And for most things that I do, if I can get the basic point, the gist of what I'm, I need to understand, yeah. I can figure it out. Make it you work, know, I, I can Google yeah. the rest, like just explain to me the bare minimum to get me by, yeah. And so that is what mm-hmm. happened with IDK as well. Where I we went out on this tour, um, the first day we're putting up video or trying to put up video, yeah, and they're basically just they got. They got Ableton, and they got some videos in Ableton. Yeah, and they're just trying to plug an HDMI cable into Jeez. their computer. Yeah, and being like, yeah, it'll it'll work. Like hoping it you know for the and, video screen oh and gosh, shit, you know. And it's like, mess. yeah. And I was like, well, that's that's not how you do that. Yeah, that's you literally know? not how it works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you can yeah. do it that way, but it's not recommended, you know. Yeah. Like, because like what's going to happen is you're going to be in the middle of your set and you're going to click on something, and all of a sudden it's going to come up on the video yeah. wall, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, um. So I ended up striping time code to their videos yeah. and setting it up with the video playback guy and um, and then I put time code into their session so yeah. that they you know were playing back basically the way it works is they just you know they hit play on on their Ableton session it plays the song, but out of another output it sends time code, which goes to the front sure. of house where the video yeah. guy is. the video guy gets uh, time code, and that tells the video. Program Resolume where to be at, you know, and that that's how it syncs up perfectly. So, um, so I did that for him for that. Uh, and, and I realized almost immediately they had nobody on the tour that knew anything about tech whatsoever. Crazy. Everybody that was there, there was video guys there. There Pause was real quick.
1: Isn't it interesting at high level sometimes how little people know or how little is being handled? Handled. I yeah. think, and I've been at high level stuff too. and I know you have too, where things are really well done. Yes, absolutely, Some super excellent stuff. But I think a lot of people would be surprised to know, like you get up there and you think, like, oh, it's going to be great, right? And like they don't have something random and like integral, like video and audio coverage. Yes, and they're I mean, just like assuming it's going to work out.
0: Most tours that I have done uh where uh where I'm the tech guy. Yeah. We're just relying on house totally. sound, yeah. house guys to just like do front of house monitors, lighting, whatever the fuck yeah. is there. We just rely on- You probably on them.
1: weren't even initially hired as the tech guy. No.
0: <laughs> you know no, I mean? no. <laughs> and, and like I just show up on the thing and that's exactly what every always happens. It's like yeah. I just show up on the on the set and then it's always like Wait, nobody's dealing with this? And then, like, and then somebody's like, and it always, always the same thing. It's like, you know, a a sound guy from the house comes up and is like, hey, uh, how many DIs do you guys need? And, like, you know, the the artist's face just goes blank. (laughs) And they're like, what now? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And like, Greasy, sound guy's got a question for you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then I like come up more of a translator than. uh, And that is, I mean, literally exactly how, like, so I did that shit for IDK and then. He gets asked to do Coachella. Yeah. And he's got his, you know, his his everyday, you know, day-to-day manager sure. uh, setting all the stuff up. And she hits me and is like... I I can do all the tour manager stuff. Yeah. I have no idea about any of this tech stuff. Yeah. Like, what do we need for this tech stuff? And they're advancing. And, and Coachella is very organized. Sure. You know? Yeah. Uh, and this is this is why we wanted to have this and bullshit day.
1: I imagine. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is specifically why we I, I wanted to have this bullshit day of just talking about some of this stuff because there's so many things about this that are really really cool. Yeah. That. You just wouldn't even know unless yeah. you have played Coachella or a major, even even other major festivals. I've done a lot of major festivals, yeah. But Coachella specifically, it's like you get the day you get like uh, officially announced. Yeah. You get tech packages, uh, all sorts of you know PDFs about the stage, sure. about what the video walls going to look like, who's yeah. in charge of it, what personnel, every question you could ever possibly sure. ask. Do you have, this? So Do you have this? Do you have this? Do you need this? Do you need this? There is a yes or no, and a and, a, and an other box sure. for every single thing that you could put. Pos- and wow. so, uh, the the girl who was in charge of this for IDK for doing her her. Um, his um his his like tour managed stuff for for Coachella, she hits me and is like, I don't have any idea what any of this stuff sure. is. Can you can you do this? And yeah. I was like, Yeah, of course. I've I've done Coachella a couple times. Yeah. Like this isn't my first rodeo on that shit. So I step in and start taking over on all that stuff. And then the next thing you know, it's like, you know, <sighs> there's a whole world of like, you got to deal with this, you got to deal with this, you got to deal with this, you got to deal with this. And as suddenly I'm getting pushed into this production manager, which I kind of, I take it on too, of course. But I get pushed into this production manager thing. And uh, this whole thing, this whole lead up here was to tell this fucking story. I can't wait. So I only got brought into this Three weeks before Coachella. Yeah. Maybe two weeks Crazy. before Coachella.
1: And knowing how detailed they are, uh, I'm sure that's late. Yes. Like you should have had more They're,
0: time. I, 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 Most people prepping in your position probably sp- had a lot more time. Especially since yeah. IDK's original plan, what he, when we first called, he called me and we talked and everything. And he's like, cool, because uh, I'm glad you can come on and do this because I want to put my car on stage.
1: Oh, that's right. You told me about this. And I was like I've not
0: heard the conclusion of the story though, so I'm I'm ready. I was like uh, all right. <laughs> that sounds tough. I know you're going to speak to this, but like
1: you can't just put a car on stage No, you can't just you put, you put a can, car. You can with permission and regulation, but like you'd have to remove like it can't be a working car. Yes, there is all sorts of regulations that go yeah. into it. It's um, Probably not only off, through the festival, but the state. Yes,
0: the fire the, marshal actually comes yeah. and inspects things sure. and checks stuff out and makes sure. You can't have a working car on stage. It can't Crazy. be like operable in any way. Sure, uh, There is... All sorts I, I, I told um, I told his manager at one point in time, I was like, I did not get into this industry to do this much fucking math. Yeah. Because I'm over here calculating <laughs> how many wheels have because you have to put the car on a dolly so it can be moved around. Wow. Like it has to be on basically like, like what to, a floor dolly is, yeah, but a larger version of yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So that you can turn it, move it, push yeah. it all around, do yeah. all this stuff. There's so many things that you have to figure out to make this happen. You know? Yeah. And and each wheel, because you have to also know what the deck plates can support in terms of weight. Sure. Because you can't collapse a stage, Yeah, you know, at Coachella, the last thing they're going to let you do is just collapse a stage because you didn't calculate the weight properly of what all this stuff is. So I'm doing all this math. I'm figuring, I'm contacting, there's car companies or like car, they're like, um, like car show companies that yeah. like prep for like, you know, these big auctions that they sure. do. And, and like, I talked to this one company, like we put a car on top of the empire state building, you know, like they're like talking to like, yeah. we can balance a car on a needle if we have to, like doing these <laughs> crazy. And, um, and so we go through this whole process. Dude, I spent literally days of my time. Wow. Talking to people, talking to Coachella, getting all this stuff going, doing all this, like figure out. Cause Coachella is constantly saying no, everything yeah. I come back to them with, they're like, nope. Yeah. What wow. about this? No. What about this? No. What about this? Yeah. No. And then I got to go back to IDK and be like, okay, well, we can't do this. We can't do this. And he's throwing in other curveballs, which are hilarious to me along because, the way, as yeah. if it's not already difficult. Yeah, enough. yeah, yeah. So like, like first I'll be like, I'll be like, cool. I figured out this is a company that can do this. They can put your car on the dolly. It'll cost three thousand dollars. Uh, or $6,000, I think was the original quote. It cost $6,000 to put them, put it on the dolly. It can be removable, so it's because he doesn't want it to be permanent, you know, because of course, of course yeah. He's like, and like, they can also customize the car to make sure, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, cool, yeah, 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 that's really cool. Uh... But um, the car needs to get wrapped first. And uh, they I, I'm doing that from this date to this date. And yeah. also, I'm going to do a music video with the car from this date to this date. And I was like, well, Jeez. they need five days to do this to the car. And he's yeah. like, well, maybe they, you know, see if they can start this date and then finish this. You know, and wow. it's like. And so I'm just, dude, I'm jumping through hoops. Like, you wouldn't yeah. fucking believe I'm going through all this Honestly, shit. Honestly, sounds terrible. It but. was so much work. And then he's like, well, I have a Formula One car. And then I also got this Mercedes-Benz. Like, yeah. I want to do the mercedes First weekend, the Formula One car, second weekend. Which he's, doubles the work. You yeah, got to like prep two cars. Prep two cars because yeah. one dolly is not going to fit both cars. Yeah. I'm, I'm Dude, I'm like literally going through all this stuff. Meanwhile, the whole time Coachella personnel, yeah, you know, like stage manager and stuff are like, you know, or over there's like a production manager for Coachella sure. and I'm talking to him and he's like, no, 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 no. Yes, but if you do this, no, no, yeah, yes. I can you know? only imagine. I'm going through this whole thing. While I'm also prepping the set, you know, yeah. like getting the... Wh-
1: while you're actually doing your job.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actual <laughs> thing I need to do, like yeah. get the Coachella set card. Yeah. So I do all this work uh, basically to get one week away from Coachella and officially get the, yeah, we're not doing the car. It's not going to happen. And I'm wow. like...
1: I could have, at this point, I would have guessed that yeah, was yeah, the yeah. case.
0: And then so I message um, in the, I message the stage manager... That is so manager. much work, by the way. That's so like, you might work. as well have... Oh, also called a congressman just In, to... Uh, speaking of which, I'm it. having dinner with a congressman next week. Oh <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, but... Um yeah, uh, you know, all all of this was so much work. Yeah. And then I messaged the stage manager, and I'm like, "Well, you know, good news is we're not doing the car." He's like, "Oh, you were never doing the car. I was never, <laughs> I was never gonna let you do." Yeah. And I'm like, "Man, that is so horrible because like I'm over here going through every hoop to make this sure." And the final, the guy whose final decision it is is watching me do all this, Just like, knowing he could have just, just told knowing you no the whole time. Yeah. He's just making me do all this because he, you know, has to because yeah. he can't say no. Sure, you know, yeah.
1: just because of protocol.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he's like, yeah, that was never, that was never gonna happen, bro. You wow. were never, you were never putting a car on my stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I was like, oh man. So it ended up being a set of tires,
1: <laughs> dude. You know what's funny? I'm, I hadn't put this thought together until now, but I saw footage of him and I saw him standing four tires stacked right, and he's on them. Yeah, yeah. Classic. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, no offense, IDK. I'm sure it was dope. But yeah, it was no, it was really dope. compared was... to the car vision. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. a funny compromise. I mean, yeah. No one would have known it was such a compromise, but
0: like. Yeah, he was like, "Well, oh, since funny. we can't do this, I'll just get the car or I'll just get the tires and we'll do the tires." I'm like, "Yeah." Man, we could have started with that. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> but it was brutal. It was that's brutal crazy, and it was man. like so stressful and um, you know, and, and there's there's all sorts of other complications, but man, it was just So that was for me uh that was the worst um the worst thing, the worst side gig I've that's ever had. That's crazy.
1: All right, I'm going to and I actually have more just pre like just BS questions about Coachella. That'll be fun, but To tie it into the theme, do you consider does that feel like your job, or when you do like a side job like that, especially one that's so exhaustive, uh, does it feel like it's pulling you from your job? And I'm just talking purely mental, that's kind of of the point here is it is your job, right? Like it's it's all under the umbrella of audio, you're making money, but. For you, does it feel like it pulls you from your job, and and you got to hustle out this total side thing? Or are you able to embrace it? Like, no, this is this is a part of the audio music thing that I do. Uh, like, what's it like for I, you? Man, mentally? I,
0: I don't even know anymore. Like for <laughs> real, because like sometimes just lost I, in the sauce. Yeah, it's just like, like just it's like when somebody's like, stuff. oh yeah, you're the TikTok guy, and I'm like, well, I'm actually an engineer and I producer and I do. It's yeah. like, well, actually, I do spend a lot of time on TikTok, so you're making a good point. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's the exact same thing for me where it's like. Uh, uh, am I the production manager or yeah. am I just some dude that just wandered? Uh, like uh, somebody, <laughs> while we were doing this, uh, one of my friends, I saw random one of my friends at Coachella yeah. and he's like, man, you really are just like the Forrest Gump of audio. You're just like, <laughs> dude, just like that is so stumbling true. into these situations. Yeah. Just like, yeah,
1: I don't know what and I'm doing. Like, I'm just good at kind of have been <laughs> everywhere. Like every major event in audio, you're like, Oh, I did. Yeah, I was, I was assisting. Right with, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's
0: so classic. And he's like, he's like, man, I just everywhere I go, you are. I'll show yeah. up on sessions at random people's houses, and you're there doing engineering, yeah. or you're fixing their phone line. Or <laughs> he's like, yeah. I've seen you do everything. Like, Dude. what do you do? Yeah, <laughs> uh, oh, that's yeah. classic. But the, uh, you know, the whole time Coachella, all this prep time in the two weeks leading up to Coachella, I I did sev- six sessions, uh, full sessions, yeah. like uh, fourteen hour sessions, yeah, and. Um, and Stupid, I mixed. By
1: the way, I haven't done a fourteen-hour session eight, forever.
0: Eight songs. Yeah, and um, and uh, prepped the whole set. And I mean, I was, I was working every day. My girlfriend is so pissed right now. Like she's like, "You're never." If I'm you so have one. grateful she yeah. has a job that she started doing recently, where she's yeah. pretty busy. Like, yeah. like because she started. Oh, I'm just gonna do part time, but they've been making her do full time because yeah. she's like good and whatever. So. Yeah. Um, so the having her do a bunch of like extra work and I'm like so grateful for it. Cause I'm like, man, if she knew how little I was home right now, really, yeah. she'd be so mad. Cause I have just been nonstop. Yeah, man.
1: Nonstop. Does it, okay. I'm not asking for numbers here, but like, how about job wise? Uh, is it worth it? Like, is that kind financially, of financially? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, uh, it so, is
1: and again I'm trying to tie, I keep point like I'm there's a tie in here that we can eventually like distill for the listeners, and that is like being open and available for different jobs because until you get to a certain point in your career, we're yes. there, although you just choose to stay crazy. Yeah. But like yeah. You, you until you get to a certain point in your career, you probably can't work full time in one lane. No, it's and so very that's, difficult. Yeah, that's sure. a we, we should step to that part of the conversation just to be helpful because it is valuable to say yes. I've done yes. we've both talked about that recently. Like there's a ton of value in being open to auxiliary jobs. All all That said For you You're saying That like Because you could Have kept working you, you always Could scrounge up Enough work Your yeah, you will
0: Especially now I'm like so busy. Of course yeah, yeah, So yeah.
1: Stepping into something like that, like it's a bit of a sacrifice. Like by the end of it, you're like, God, this was like you, so much.
0: I, I told my, so here's, here was the, I'll, I'll give you the exact thing. And, 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 uh, I, this is no shade to anybody. This may sound a bit like I'm, I'm like hitting some, no, some yeah, stuff I here, get but, it. But it's, but no shade to anybody on this. Uh, purely information. So when, when IDK hit me to, to do this, yeah, he was like, how much would this cost? Yeah. And I, I, I know what, Production managers course, for Coachella yeah. Make, yep. and I told him, I, I I said what I thought was a very reasonable, fair number sure. at $3,000 a weekend, yeah. you know, yep. and uh, and that accounts for, in my head, that accounts for every day that I spent sourcing oh,
1: all that stuff. We won't get into it, but that sounds conservative to yeah, me. Yeah, 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 really We both know that's conservative. Really yeah. conservative, yeah.
0: Um, and, um, and I told him, you know, like, you know, I'm thinking $3,000 a weekend and he's like, well, why, why so much? Yeah. Why is it so much? He's like, it's just a show. I've done plenty of festivals before. And I was yeah. like, the fact that you're asking that yeah. is exactly why it's so much because yeah. you don't have any idea how much work this Dude, is? That like would be conservative. An insane amount.
1: If it were just for the weekends. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. If, if yeah, yeah, yeah. you were literally just, because it's your life. You're, and I, and I you're knew not that just too. working set hours. You are living at Coachella for a at couple weeks. At
0: the upper end of those things, guys yeah. are making, for like a big production, those yeah. guys are making, you know, maybe $25,000, $30,000. You can make someone's yearly like, weight. Yeah. You're, you know, you like are on a Coachella weekend. It's exhaustive. You are and, living there. And um and on the lower end of stuff, you know, I, I know people. So. That that all said to say that he then came back to me and was like, Look, man, I, I I was quoted that same number by somebody else. Yeah and um and I turned it down because like I'm I'm trying to do a bunch of other things. I have all these big yeah, projects. He's releasing an album at the exact same time. So he's like, I'm doing all these promotional things and I'm like, I just don't have the budget to pay somebody that much money. Yeah. And I told him, I'm never gonna leave somebody hanging, man. Like yeah. I, I like your music, I like you as a person. I'm never gonna leave somebody hanging. Like you tell me what number. Yeah,
1: then you're gonna have to give me a number. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah,
0: is what you can afford. Yeah. All right. And I'll do it for that. Yeah. But let's make some other concessions. So, like, sure. Yeah. Uh, first off, I wanna guarantee that I get an extra artist band for my girlfriend for weekend two. Sure. You know, yeah. fuck weekend one. Everybody wants to go weekend one. Yeah. Like, I don't even wanna deal with weekend one. Yeah. Like, it's gonna be too stressful for me to even have to deal with her yeah. on weekend one. Yeah. I'm like, but weekend two, just let me get an extra artist band. Yeah. Let my girlfriend come she will she's never been to Coachella she'll yeah. have a great time that's a pretty big value you know like sure. in terms an yeah, artist band money is like, what it would cost yeah, yeah yeah an artist band is a good you know like you could you could literally i know people who like go to Coachella on Friday and then finish yeah. their shit and then sell their their artist band sure. for like $3000 out I'm of the sure. gate you know yeah. it's like so um so it was a good you know it's like a good compromise and i was yeah. like i'm down for this and um, and for him, and not
1: much crazy to ask for, you know, to get right, an extra. Right, yeah, yeah. So
0: we came to an agreement on a number that was much lower than that, yeah. you know, but fair enough, you yeah. know, to me that I thought, yeah, that's fine. Uh, and, and in my head, I had to then change my priority level for things. Sure. Because the $3,000 a weekend, that gives me the ability to... Say no to stuff sure. outside of the Coachella world. Yeah, it's you know? affording
1: you the ability yes. to turn and that's other why things down. I,
0: that's why that number comes into mind. It's like, yeah. okay, I can say like, no, I'm busy. I have Coachella yeah. going on. I can't take this. Sorry, talk to me afterwards yep. or whatever. You know. But without that, I, you know, you can't. You know, you got you. You got to prioritize. You know, yeah. you got to be able to say like, okay, that this isn't this isn't going to work out for me. Yep. So, um, so that's what I ended up doing, uh, and it was. Um, it, it it was a lot of work. It yeah. was not worth it financially. Yeah. You know. In fact, I had to pay for a hotel <laughs> for really? my girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, of you know for the weekend too. Yeah. And it it cost me. <laughs> <laughs> like came out even. Yeah. it Cost yeah. me basic because Coachella. If you've ever been to Coachella, oh, everything's like, booked. Yeah. Everything is booked, and especially yeah. you know it's last minute. We had minute. friends
1: go who have money who were like, we're just gonna sleep in our cars.
0: <laughs> I mean, like it is that like they no, could, and they're like, it's just not. Even, it is that hard yeah. to like deal with that, where it's just like you would make a decision like that. Where you're like, yeah, yeah. let's just like sleep in the car. We'll take a shower at the thing, or like, yep. you know, whatever. Yeah, like that. It's that. It's that difficult. A, a
1: side question: Does it factor in to you? And I mean this seriously, because it would for me. I would like. Absolutely would. Does it factor into you just the legitimacy or coolness of like being present at Coachella? Hundred percent has to right. Has to like, and I don't mean this to sound 100%. Uh, vain, like it, well, it is absolutely vain. But I'm also not saying this to patronize you or to, to make it sound like pandering. But like, you get to be there. You're backstage. You get it's like brand building like that. It, verbalizing it that way sounds cheesy. You almost shouldn't n- say it. No, out but loud, it is. But, th- but it matters. It absolutely you got to be does. there. You it, were there with IDK. You're it on stage.
0: Absolutely matters. It's a huge deal. Not just being there because people see that you know my social media and everything sure but also on top of that uh walking around backstage at Coachella and like the artist areas and all that stuff i'm i'm running into dozens of people i literally saw dozens of and to be very fair uh, I was a little, was weekend two if you saw me on Friday, I believe it was. Yeah, Friday. I may or may not have ingested some substances that altered the way that the world works and <laughs> is viewed by the people ingesting them. And uh, a bunch of people came up to me and said hi. Yeah. And every time I'd walk away, and I'd be oh, yeah, man, great to see you, man. Good to see you, man. Hit me up next week, man. Let's chat, you. Yeah. And I walked away, and my girlfriend would be like, who's that? And I'm like, I have no idea. No. <laughs> no, but yeah, you run into so many people. You oh, see sure. people, the yeah. visibility, the credibility, the yeah. things like that. Pumps. You I'm not up.
1: surprised, and it would be for me. But I'm glad to hear you just blatantly admit it. Like I think yeah, it's I'm, worth it. I, I, I would be for me. That's yeah. how
0: it's worth it for me, and that's sure. what I said about the. You know, when when the money came up, you yeah, know, too. I even said that to IDK. I was like, look, it's good for me to be seen at Coachella. Yeah. I will get business off of being at Coachella. Yeah. Yep. People will see me there. People will know. And also, uh, you know, even if it's just a You know, for the next time I'm I'm advancing for somebody for Coachella and they ask me to do a PM work or whatever, I now have a yeah I did it last time yeah oh yeah I did it last time so I have a I did this I did it it's on your resume it'll be infinitely easier to get back and I can always yeah there's always I I always believe this so I've told this before but uh, Jim Scott when I first started Jim Scott said to me say yes to everything until you can't afford to say no I'm gonna dive
1: in I'll let you take your drink but. Mm. And again, we keep bullshitting about this stuff, but making it practical for people. I think there's insane value in saying yes or being available. I've actually talked about this recently in a different context. But coming up in my career, I can point to so many specific opportunities. Like I can remember now opportunities where I just was the only person. I wasn't the best. I wasn't no. I didn't have the biggest name or brand. There. I just said yes. Yeah. I just for me it was being 22 and being available at 11 p.m. on a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like and I said yes and someone else wouldn't because they were busy. So that early on in a career and still I mean no one's ever above it but like being saying yes, as you said, to stuff that you're maybe not qualified for, certainly to things that aren't your passion. Yeah. Like like meaning the auxiliary things. Maybe yeah. someone just wants to produce and write songs. That's again mostly my lane is the, the song side. But like doing the practical stuff like this adds a ton of value and you just don't know you don't know who you're gonna meet. You don't know what jobs might come from yeah. that. You don't know what 100%. experience. Maybe you'll end up liking it and being good at it, and then next thing you know, you're a professional stagehand instead. You just yeah. don't know. So let That's the web grow. A
0: hundred percent. How I look at that. I look at every single thing that you can do in this industry. It's like uh, I forget. Somebody was talking to me or asking me questions about this one time about like you know what it, what about uh, you know do you. Um, uh, they were saying something like, Oh, I'm working my way to getting back into the studio and I'm doing, you know, like roadie work or some shit like that. Yeah. And I was like, uh, and they're like, but I haven't given up the dream. And I was like, you're still doing this the dream. Yeah, yeah. This absolutely. is the dream. The dream yeah. is to not do a real job. Yeah. 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 The dream is don't it's do all, real work. Yeah. As we know,
1: I mean, this is clear because this is what you, you're, describing two very different jobs that are kind of one and the same, yeah. but it's all tied together. I know for me, uh, engineering, like the, we talked about this, you know, back in the gear booth earlier, but like the gear side, the practical, technical side of engineering was never my passion, but for me, facilitated making songs, right? right. And so, But then I ended up doing that solely for like 10 plus years, but it facilitated getting me to where I wanted to go. And right. you know what? I ended up loving it and realizing it's really all married. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you. I, I also think I'll add... Again to, to people listening like it adds value. Uh, I can say and I'm using myself as an example because I am in my own head I, That's right. what I know, but uh, let's say hypothetically you're in a similar lane to me Maybe some kid out there wants to produce beats right uh, the demand for beat producers This is just an anecdotal example, but it, I think it's a good a good example the demand for beat producers If you don't have a name or right. a catalog yeah, is you, very yeah, low you know Incredibly money. low yeah. you can go to your your artist will probably go to YouTube and and pull an mp3 for free, right? and they'll Tight be, beat. honestly, they'll be just <laughs> fine until yep. you build the demand. So what you need to do, I think this conversation, like a, a part of this, that's a good lesson for everyone, add value to like, like I did early on, learn to engineer. So you can yep. offer like, Hey, I, I produce beats, but I also got a good setup. I can track your vocals too. Mm-hmm. You start tracking, do live sound stuff, do stagehand yes. stuff. If you can, all of those things are tied together and ultimately will build maybe the thing that you want to do but it's just you got to you got to build key it big he is wide.
0: that i think is most important in all these things is like if you have a path that you want to be yeah. you know just don't lose sight of it you know it's like don't if you really want to be working in the studio yeah. like don't lose sight of the fact that you want to be working in the studio and and keep moving towards that yeah but but the 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 dangerous part for it is that you know you start doing live sound gigs or whatever and then nobody respects you in your lane of what you want to do sure. is like a studio, but but that isn't really as big of a concern yeah. if 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 you're just if you're good at what you're doing, you know. No. It's like because yeah. it, nobody nobody ever looks at me and is like like people look at me as sound guy, yeah. You know, they, just they doing I, music sound whatever stuff. it is. Yeah. I'm the that guy and and technical guy. Yeah. You know, I yeah. literally have clients. That call me up whenever they can't figure out like, preferences on their MacBook and <laughs> yeah. shit. You're like, hey, yeah. mom, how, what, how, do you, how do you do this? You I'm know? less
1: on the tech side than you, and I say that with respect. Like, You're certainly a better utility guy. Uh, I wasn't at Coachella. But same thing, just an anecdotal story. I had someone the other day, FaceTime, no, no, Instagram video call me. And I knew I'm like either there's an emergency like their mom died right, or right. something or or they need something but and I picked it up because I'm like this is so random I have to pick it up same thing someone had a Pro Tools preference audio wouldn't import this right. I'm trying to get my session preferences whatever and I'm like, so it's just so classic you get those emergency calls
0: yeah absolutely and that's the thing is like if you can if you can establish yourself as good in any part of this field yeah. People will believe you that you're good at something. I think that that's like, I, and, and IDK said that to me too. He's like, man, I don't even know you as a production manager and yeah. you're, Like when we were negotiating. this, sure, right, sure. He's like, I don't even know, you're, you're like, I didn't know you as a production manager. Like, yeah. how do I even know that you, and I was like, you do remember that we went on tour and I totally saved the day and like fixed the video sure. and like set yeah. all that stuff up. Got your shit ready on stage every single night. Got yeah. all the stuff organized, advanced all your information to all the next, you know, uh, venues yeah. and all that stuff. And he was like, oh yeah, that's right. Right. You know, it's yeah. like my credibility as an engineer brought me credibility as a production 100%. manager, even though yeah. really it, I'm not as, you know, valid as a production manager. As yeah, a, as it's a, all going to
1: overlap to other people. It's like you said, it's going to only add to your validity right. and your credibility, your technical skill, the way people trust you. I'm sure you know what I mean? Like the fact any anyone who's weathered without turning into an absolute dick, which is pretty, uh, pretty common. Yeah, very common. Anyone who's <laughs> weathered live sound specifically uh, and does studio work. I have way more trust in them because I know they've been pushed into the deep end of the pool or they've been in the fire.
0: Have you done live sound before?
1: Honestly, no. I'm saying this like with a (laughs) ton of... I mean, I've done... I came up more on the artist side, so I've done a ton of... Did we lose them? No, I just want to pull this back. Oh yeah, you're good. Uh, I have been in that space a ton. I was in touring bands uh, and uh, came up in the church space, live sound stuff. Uh, I've not been... And again, I say this with respect. Uh, but I've not really been on the live sound side But you side toured, of right? You, that's what, yeah, you we did toured. tour. So. Yeah, we toured So a you bit. have a
0: quite a healthy respect for I know, for yeah.
1: I, I, can, I feel like I can say it humbly and with confidence. I, it's never been my lane, but I know it. I mean, right, it's, it, right, it, right. Anyway, that would be true for anyone who's been in, in music and sound for a yeah, long time. If like, you I understand can the out,
0: principles but, of just even recording inside your own home and studio, it's yeah. like you definitely understand yeah, how to... But it's not been my lane, and it is a different beast. And again, I say that with respect, I, but... I, as somebody who's done a lot of it, yeah, I have just—I I mean, I understand. for i I—I made a TikTok about this, but I have complete understanding about how, um, you, you know, how you get so disgruntled in that field, dude. How you end for up sure. as like the the prototype, like, disgruntled, 100%, like... 100%, yeah. Uh, there's this guy on TikTok, his name is like, Fat Wes or something like that, and he does these really funny... Gosh, the name sounds familiar. He does, like... Um, he has this one where he he's this skunk dude. He's like, hi, I'm skunk. Yes, you know? I know exactly like, who that is. He does another one where he does, like, a sound engineer. A gig, and he's, like, and pulling he's all, the yeah, he's sharpie like, out. Yeah, he's, all, and, yeah. And he's, all, he's like, look, brother, I don't want to be the guy that tells you, but, uh, you know, I've done a lot of bands, yeah, you know? And it's yeah. like, I... That guy exists for a reason, and it's because... Your amp sounds like a wet fart. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that, that guy exists because, like, when you do live sound, uh, even at, like, a good level, yeah. you have dealt with so many bands showing up, having no idea how to... I remember when I was in a band... Yeah. Uh, I, I was touring with another band, or we were doing some one-offs with, like, Animals as Leaders or some shit like mm. that, and I... Um, and, um, and there was this other opening band that it was two kids with guitars. I mean, yeah. full rigs, uh, you know, like uh, uh, I, I don't remember. It wasn't it was like it was the equivalent of having like a, a, a JCM half stack Marshall, you know, oh, like wow. situa- Yeah. real money in their gig. They yeah. were super expensive guitars like one dude was playing a Paul Reed Smith. The other dude oh, geez, was playing yeah. like a like a really nice Jackson or some yeah. shit. And uh, and I, I'll never forget this. The one guy is like on stage. They're on stage. The show is started, and the one guy is tuning the other guy's guitar for him. He's like, "No, no, hit the first one. No hit the way. first. You know." Wow. And he's like, and he's like looking at his pedal or something? and he's like, "Must have been. I mean, it yeah. must have been. Had no. So it's like." the amount of that that i've seen yeah. in in the music industry even at like a higher level sure. you know like we're talking about this whole thing yeah. of the, you know being on on tours with like these you know bigger artists that yeah. have no tech team no yeah. knowledge yeah. they don't understand anything about what the like the microphone sound any of that sure. stuff yeah. you know and um and and the sound guy at some local venue is like dealing with this he's yeah. like so yeah. you do get incredibly disgust yeah, you're doing get live jaded. Sound really fast
1: live stuff too and this is this is true for festival stuff for me touring with rock bands and it's the same in the church world people wouldn't think so but live production whether on sound or the, the literal production yeah. side is chaos chaos it's controlled chaos at its best. It's chaos that doesn't look chaotic, but yeah. it's still chaos. But to the audience, went fine-ish. I it, was, at its worst, it's it potentially meltdown. This isn't happening, right? You know, so, so they're
0: always in the fire. I was watching the Gorillas on Friday uh, do their set, and it's a big, amazing set. Yeah. They have tons of guest uh, vocalists come oh, out. Incredible. You know, it's like because it's like I'm you sure know, the production is classic, ridiculous. Classic Gorillas. They have yeah. a different rapper on every song. Sure. They have all this stuff. Yep. You know, they had most Def and Del the Funky Homosapien yeah. and and um, and. Uh, um, uh, De La Soul, and like, yeah. so many, so many wow. people come out, dude, it's like, Killer. I mean, it's like a huge production, yeah. they got um, they got video on the walls with yeah. their animated guys sure. that yeah. sync to the vocals because yeah. they have to, because, yeah. you know, it's like the whole thing, anyway, yeah. I'm watching this thing, and I just started laughing at one point, and my girlfriend's like, what are you laughing at, you know, I mean, of course, you know, again, psychedelics and stuff, so, uh, she's like, what are you laughing at, and I, I had just had this thought, I was like, behind Every single major production you have ever seen, every show that you've ever been to, yeah. every everything you've ever like watched as a, a media presentation to a group of individuals, like yeah. in, in a large format like this, any concert, any of that stuff, there is guaranteed at least one guy backstage. Sweating bullets, Oh, 100%. staring at that cable, yeah. being like, if that shit doesn't work, yeah. if that one goes out, yeah. this is all going downhill yeah. fast. You know, and it's every like,
1: yeah, every production you've ever seen is like one little thing away from one, literally one, not happening, a catastrophe. Yeah,
0: and yeah. Uh, and I, I I wanted to say that in this whole story because I also wanted to tell this other thing, which was um, weekend two. Yeah, weekend one, smooth. Nice. Went, went so Almost good. I'm surprised man. to hear that, but yeah, it was no, it was really great. Everything worked out. Yeah. Um, no hiccups at all. Yeah. I, uh, the biggest hiccup we had a weekend one was one of the videos that was created for the set. Yeah. Um, to play on the wall behind us. Uh, it it was just when it scaled up. Yeah. Uh, it was it was too big. You know, it was like oh, okay. that was the problem. It's like the. It was, a, it was like a figure. It was like kind of like an outline-y figure of like a, a man running. Sure. Uh, and we expect it to the size of the video wall, but what we didn't know is that there was lighting trusses that went across uh, in front okay. of the video wall sure. that, you know, the top half were a little bit obscured by. Yeah. That is the tiniest yeah, of Yeah, and us, no one uh, viewing know, would know that yeah, was an no accident. Yeah, no one cared. Yeah. No one was like, oh, my God, you could see his head's up in the truss. You know, it, was, yeah. it wasn't any of that. It was yeah. no problem. Weekend 2... Weekend two Was 100 degrees Wow And uh, And I'm getting up on stage We're setting up And uh, And I can just feel This laptop's hot as shit Wow And I got fans I got ice I got yeah. like an ice pack up there. Yeah. I'm trying to cool it down. But then there's also another problem. It's like you know, it's like when you rapidly cool like that, especially with ice, like, you know, with a, a pack, even though it's like concealed or whatever, there's still condensation possibility sure. of condensation. Yeah. You can you can do a lot of problems with yeah. like this. So I'm we're 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 sent, I'm sending time code to uh, you know, our video guy who's at front of house. Yeah, and he's got it, and we get, and I'm like, and I start and I start seeing it, fucking You know Ableton's going slow. The computer's really like having some trouble. It's dragging. It's like showing all the signs. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is. I think this is a problem." Yeah, you know. Yeah. Did um, anything end up completely melting down? Pun intended. I guess we hit. You know, he does. He does like a three-song DJ set real quick to hype the crowd before we go into the first song. And it's like it's basically the way the set's programmed. It's uh, it's it's got this like uh, dude announcing in the fr- Coachella, "Are you yeah. ready?" And it's like going this thing. And the video is synced. Are you ready for I? The I flash D, flash yeah. K on the screen, and they're like ah, and it starts into the next. It auto plays from the intro into the first song of the sure. set. I'm talking two bars into the song. Yeah, boom, go, dong, doom go, doom dies no way
1: just freezes i mean there's never a good time but what bum, bummer timing oh
0: my god it was like ha 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 yeah ha. built them all the way up <laughs> yeah. and it reminded me of this other story that zach de la rocha told me one time of him playing at coachella yeah. with um one day as a lion oh yeah a couple years back oh, i forgot about that side project thing yeah there. yeah and um and he was telling me this story about he had a um he had this part in the song where he um you know it was like this big build up and everything and then it gets to this part and he hits this key on the roads that is going through a bunch of pedals and it's like when it goes it's like you know like crazy sounding and everything and he's like yeah man he's like i i build it all up and it's the build-up's coming and it's huge and it's huge and i'm on the thing and it gets to the part and i hit the key and none of the pedals are engaged and it just goes ding (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh that's classic and it was just like that man it was just like this huge build up to just like Bummer. Pff, and then uh, because of so this is the backstory on this um, and again this is no slight to any of the people involved in this story because I understand how it gets to this yeah, thing oh but yeah. the guy who built the set for them who helped them start the Ableton set and who got them who recommended the gear for them to get and everything sure, he got them Kind of what I call tech committed, where it's like you purchase gear to do a certain plan, a certain way of doing the show, and it does not allow for other things. Yeah. In this case, proper redundancy. So Uh, in this situation, they have this novation pad that runs through a novation app, right? That um basically um sends, then sends MIDI information into Ableton. Yeah. Uh, but the Novation app basically organizes it all nice and makes it all pretty, so it's all all the songs are these colors and all the effects are these sure. colors and everything yeah. on the on the launch pad, yeah. right? So uh, the issue with that is that the device that you use for live playback, the Play Audio Twelve, the way yeah. that it works is you have a controller, right? A MIDI controller, something very simpler, yeah. simple, and that goes into that and then it goes to both computers via USB. So it goes into the play audio, and then both play audio goes to both computers. So it's one interface, two computers, Yeah. right? And this is the redundancy system. It's basically just sending a MIDI signal saying, okay, start now, both of you, you know? It's not syncing them between them. There's no time code relationship, which can be done as well. That's how we used to do it before this was a thing. Sure. Um, But there's no, the only way to, to, send information to both of them is if you have a controller going to that play audio yeah. and then that goes to both computers to tell them start, right? Yeah. Uh the Novation app does not work and the, and the launch pad does not work through the play audio. It only oh. works directly plugged into the computer that yeah. it's operating. Which means you cannot have true redundancy.
1: Yeah.
0: You have to if it goes if one computer goes down, you have to swap to the other computer, yeah. and then start playing on the other computer. Sure. And yeah. you, you know, it's like, with the original system, with the way I have it set up normally, if one goes down... Your backup kicks right in, yeah. Kicks right in automatically. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's basically, there's a signal going to um, the, uh, to the play audio, to the interface, yeah. you know, like a, 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 a like time code, or when it's not time, it's just a noise, it's just a signal generator. Sure. And if that signal generator stops, it knows to immediately go, oh, go to the other one, go to the other one, yeah. right? Yeah. So when this all crashed, I, we, we didn't have the second laptop oh, ready no. to go in that. But in, uh, in true me fashion, as soon as it happened, I was there. I had it planned. I knew it was ready to go. Sure. All I had to do was just switch out laptops. Yeah. It took me a minute, Yeah. you know? And the whole time the DJ's pumping people up and being yeah. like, come on, come on, you know? And like, yeah. and IDK came out and started pumping people up a little bit, yeah. covered for me for a, a minute oh, while incredible. I swapped everything over to another laptop. I mean, you were covering laptop. for them. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but for yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, but I swapped everything over, did all the stuff, and we were right back up. The only problem was we were feeding the mic through an Apollo. Yeah. So that it could... And when we swapped computers, the settings for the mic pre got lost. So we lost some volume. And it was like... Uh, however... Cool. Yeah. I, again, recovered from it really fast. I That first... The first 10 minutes of Coachella of set this week... Yeah. I was, it was 100 degrees. Oh, I'm sure you're just, str- almost like on the verge I'm of a heart I'm wearing attack. a fucking yeah. full body jumpsuit, yeah. you know, as part of the stage get up or whatever, sure. you know, yeah. the costume. And I'm just sweating, you know, wow. dumping buckets of water yeah. to the point where actually by the middle of the set, I wasn't sweating anymore because I just didn't have any water left in ju- me. Yeah. Wow. Uh, my lips were dry as shit. My lips got all chapped and cracked because yeah. it was just... Cause I was, I was so. I, there was no like, oh, I'll stop and take a break. You yeah. know, it's like you move and move and move. So, yeah. So that was the, the big. It, you know, everybody that saw the set told me like, oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it, was it was a minute, man. It yeah. was no big deal. We, we uh, got through. Listeners, the Listeners, luckily, like, that's often
1: the upside to the. You know, we're talking about how things could just implode in, at any second, as they did in this case. Usually, fans, listeners, especially at a festival, they have no idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or if even you, if they do, they, to them, it's just like, oh, there, were, there was an issue, and then it came right back up. There.
0: And I always talk about this when it comes to just the performance itself. Yeah. You know, because I know whenever... Um, I, I don't know if I said this before on here, but I've definitely said this before. I used to play in this progressive metal band with, like, you know, 17 oh, yeah. million notes and, like, three fans, you yep. know? <laughs> and, um, you know, and... I, I would get hung up on like a oh man yeah when we went into the bridge of that third song I like missed it real hardcore and it sounded sure, stupid yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and I was like oh I was so bad I'm such a shitty musician like my girlfriend would be like do you think anybody heard that <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> any yeah, you could have played it perfect and it would yeah it, it like, no idea no one yeah. noticed that you were just yeah. like you know it's like you guys played seventy thousand notes like do you yeah. think somebody noticed the one you played wrong and oh, that's and that's, and so that's true. true and and especially when it comes to audiences I think most people they remember their favorite part of the set, yeah, not the worst part of the set, yeah. not the things that were fucked up, also, not the failures. Also, when you,
1: this is a totally separate topic than what we're really talking about, but to performers, or in this case, even you, you're up there hustling out, you're trying to get the set back up, it feels like such a big deal when you're the one in it. Oh, yeah. All the eyes are on you, The stage melted down, the set stopped like that. Feels like a massive, massive deal. But to onlookers, it's like I just crash, whatever. I've been there, like you said, you you mess up a set during a show, and you feel like my God, that must have been like a really big moment for everyone in the night. And reverse it. Think of you're watching another artist, for example, your band. Say, flip it around. Let's say someone else missed a note.
0: You wouldn't have thought anything of it, or you
1: would have just thought, oh, they missed, you know, whatever, and then moved on. It's not a big deal when you're although.
0: Although, let's be fair. We've all shut the shot the drummer the side eye whenever you're like.
1: <laughs> well, what, it's when you it's your band. There, it still matters. <laughs> yeah. I'm just simply saying, if you're a fan or a different band, for example, yeah. it's just not as big a deal as you think when when it happens to someone else. Yeah. Which is a good
0: reminder when it's you.
1: You gotta because when you're in it, my god, you're buried in oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I remember, uh, and and the the cool thing about this is like you know if that had been my first big performance like that. I could see a me being DR. like yeah. oh my god like and and one of the hardest things and IDK talks about this because he demands like he, he kind he demands perfection around him sure. for a very good reason like yeah. not just because perfection but as a performer he when something happens at the beginning of the set
1: yeah
0: he thinks about it the whole time
1: Sure, yeah. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. he's
0: constant. And then that leads you, the to, vibe, it's not leads you to fuck up more and like yeah. have more mistakes because you're thinking about that, oh man, that thing happened and that thing happened and goddamn it, that yeah. was a problem.
1: You know, it's like, oh. Oh, it's real. Also, even I even think, I mean, we're flipping the conversation now, but I, I get it. Even as far as energy, you, you hyped everyone up and then right. it crashed. Sometimes it's hard to get that back. Yeah. Sometimes
0: it's really and difficult to ever regain the crowd. I really liked the way that both IDK and the DJ Obi um, dealt with it. Yeah. You know, because Obi led off with hey y'all it's fucking hot right sure. you know and everybody's yeah. like yeah because it's hot <laughs> yeah. and it, and he's like you know and then idk after we got like two songs in he said he said uh something about you know once we got back on track he's like look you know everything that could go wrong just went wrong yeah but y'all still brought this energy for me and i love y'all yeah, for, yeah, you yeah you know yeah. and like turns it back around absolutely to be like, yeah and a if you use thing. it yeah, man, you know, and if you recover, and that's the most important thing, and I, I think this is a, a life lesson for everybody ever that is ever. And this goes for, to every mistake that yeah. I've ever Breach. made, every mistake I've ever made. Yeah, it is not the mistake; it's how you recover from. Yeah, it. it's how you take that moment and say, like, okay, hey, it happened. Yeah, you know, this is the worst. The computer crashing at Coachella. Yeah, you know, that's the worst. Yeah, however. I fixed it. Yeah. We're going to get this back on Absolutely, track. I know yeah. everything I need to do to get everything going and it was because the other computer was not connected to the Play Audio and anybody that uses Ableton will know this. Uh, none of the outputs were set up for oh, for the for the tracks, you know? Yeah. I mean, like some of them were like kind of basically set, but none of them were really set yeah. on the track. So in that minute while I'm swapping laptops and doing all this stuff, I'm also going through and and Changing outputs wow, and doing time codes gotta go to front of house. Yeah. The, we have no comm for from me to the video guy. Yeah. Normally you have radios or whatever, yeah, yeah, but yeah. but we didn't have time to advance for wow. radio for yeah. for the Coachella and and again budget because that stuff all costs money. Yeah. So we didn't have personal comms between yeah. me and the the video guy. So he's texting me wow. going. Hey, bro, no time code. And yeah. I'm on stage. I got it, man. I'm going, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm wow. working. Dude, on it. I have so and much
1: empathy. I'm serious. That's just man. the chaos of that moment. But was, yes, I love the, the little sermon. We, uh, my wife and I talk about this all the time, but you, you also can't let those moments define you. Like in your own heart and mind. Yeah. Because you get caught up on that. Like IDK, I know we're not trying to coach IDK here. I'm sure he's fine. But any artist in that spot, you could start to feel like I'm I'm the guy whose set crashed at Coachella. Right. And then you let it define you and you move forward into your life with that and you're just like wearing it. Versus just being like, no, I'm I'm dope. And my set happened to crash for a minute. Right. That's
0: not me. That's just something right. that happened to me. Do you know what's, what was another redeeming factor on this whole thing too was – uh, we had just gone out on tour with yeah. Pusha T, you know, yeah. six months ago or whatever, yeah. uh, and so we know all their people and all their tech crew and everything. Yeah. And um, Pusha T's set crashed. Oh no way! On, on I mean, with the heat. I'm not surprised yeah. by any of this. And also, Bad Bunny's uh, set crashed. Wow! So it was happening, happening to everyone. It yeah. was happening to everyone for sure. However, Pusha T didn't get back on track. Oh no! What happened? Just you know, it's like they the shit went down. Laptops failed. They had yeah, you know they, they just, just couldn't get it back. Just on the couldn't rails. get it back up. And when wow. they finally did, they had like some sound issues. Uh, trying to like figure it all out. And then you know it's like you Coachella again, rigid. Oh, that train is moving with or without you. With or without you, yeah. They do not, like at if you are on for IDK's set. We are on three o five to three forty five. Yeah. At three o five, we yeah, are not on the stage, longer. Yeah. and at three forty five. They cut the monitors. They cut the sound. You yeah. are done. If yeah. you if you try to keep going past, and they'll check with you. Hey man, you got one more song. They'll give you, they'll give you a three forty six. Yeah, but the second three forty six happens. Yeah, they are definitely cutting sure. you. off. Yeah, I'm
1: sure they build in a buffer, but they're you're yeah. I you're mean done.
0: it. Re- I mean really honestly, almost not because yeah. like the band it was. Uh, no Name was on after us, yeah. who also had a set crash, I believe. Yeah, uh, wow. No Name was on after us, and. Um, and they had a full band for yeah. that, you know? Yeah. So there, it's a. I, I believe it was a 20-minute 20, 20 changeover. Yeah. Uh, there's no time for me to go an extra two minutes, for IDK to go an extra wow. two minutes. Because yeah. they need every second that they have to line check everything, yeah. to reconnect everything, to figure out, make sure everything's cool. Like, it is... There's a ton of work that goes into yeah. the changeovers that happen, and they... They just, they can't afford to, there's, it's set up specifically so that when you view Coachella, like, you you go from this thing to this thing to this. There's literally a guy whose job it is. Well, a couple, a team of guys yeah. to plan like, okay, people who listen to this artist also listen to this artist. Wow. So they're going to be here. They're going to do this. And that's how they Organizing build set, yeah. the whole day. Like Crazy. when they announce the sets yeah. and who's like going to be on which days. That's fascinating. You don't get it's like a social experiment. Yeah, a yeah, you yeah. don't get um, your set time or stage time or stage yeah. until like. The week before wow. Coachella because they're, they're still figuring based out on listeners. Yeah, yeah. This this person, this person, this person, this person will go here, this person. These people also might go here, or they might go here. So we have to build in it costs, it takes this much time to cross wow. Coachella's field. Yeah. It is calculated. Crazy. Down to every single minute yeah. of what's gonna go on. There is Incredible. zero leniency on that Yeah. Zero leniency. Incredible. It, it is one and I've seen other like I, I've seen other things where they're like. Yeah, man, it's cool. You know, we can give you a minute. You know, but yeah. hey, you know, uh, lots of other festivals are a little bit. Coachella is not playing well, that. They I don't. Mean they're serious. They don't play. And also, uh, I'll tell another quick story. Uh, we had so IDK's a rapper. Yeah, it's one man. Yeah, it's got a DJ. Yeah, a hype man. I'm the entire tech crew. Sure. Right. Yeah. So uh, we still had 41 artist passes. What do you mean for for week one? <laughs> oh, geez. We yeah. we submitted forty one names yeah. for for artist passes to be yeah. on stage during wow. weekend one, and uh, and our stage manager weekend one. I I actually called him. His name was Chris. When, and yeah. and I'm sorry, Chris. I, I he 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 several times came to me. as like, I got it, bro. Don't worry. Like yeah. I'm not mad at you. Yeah. But he he tore. Us all a new one. Wow. He was like, because there were so many people on stage. Yeah. And it's like, this isn't, that's not the, it's not the, like that, there's no space for that. Yeah. The, the, the 15 dudes hanging outside stage and yeah. all that stuff. There's no space for that at Coachella. Sure. And we yeah. had so
1: many people on stage week one. Wow. That was this they, just a part of his performance or people hyping him up or chilling out on stage? Uh, it, was was it, part of, of it was a lot of, it was a lot of hangers on, you yeah.
0: know, it's like, and nothing again, not to slight those people because it, it you know, it's like everybody, everybody wants to be on stage at Coachella course, yeah, to take their yeah, Instagram videos yeah. and stuff and all that shit, and uh, and I will give credit to uh, IDK's other engineer is this guy Eden who's a good you know friend of mine. Yeah. I, I love him. His girlfriend is actually the owner of this studio's daughter. You oh know? wow! So yeah. he's a, a great engineer, a really good producer, yeah. you know, and he's involved. He came up there on stage with us, you yeah. know, at the very beginning. When we're all getting. He saw how many people there were there. Yeah, and he. Walked right back off the stage. Wow. And I I, I, I so much cred to him yeah. for doing that. Just he knowing. I didn't have to say anything to him. He yeah. said he said in his brain, we're not important right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We have backstage passes, we have the ability to be here. Yeah. But there's too many people here, yeah. and we are adding to the chaos of this. Yeah. We said hi. It's a whole other lesson. Know yeah.
1: your know yourself. Know yeah. your know your worth at that time. Exactly. And he was yeah. just like, yeah, I don't
0: need to be here. Yeah. Like, and he went back out to the crowd. There's yeah. a cool viewing area for like, sure. our, it's like a nice VIP yeah. section and stuff. Like, you could be even like uh, in the front of the stage. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. But he, he he took that moment. He was like, oh, I see what's going on here. Like, yeah. And and he I didn't have to say I just looked up again and he was gone. Wow. And I was like, man, that's rad because there was a lot of other people that were on stage and I'm not gonna call any of them out because I don't even know most of who they yeah. were. A lot of people I didn't even know. Yeah. Uh who's, you know, they're like, oh we're on stage, you were cool. Let me get my Instagram video. Yeah, you know, yeah, and it's yeah. like and and multiple times I was like, guys, we need to clear the stage. Anybody who doesn't need to be here needs to leave. And yeah. and a lot of people stayed. Yeah. And and again, I get it. You know, it's like, but this is this is one of those moments where you they those people Screwed us for weekend two, yeah. In, in, a, in effect, because they, the stage manager, whenever we're submitting all the, the personnel for weekend two, the stage yeah. manager gets in the email chain and is like, You do not need any of these people. Will Greasy, yeah, did everything, yeah, yeah, for the, the production, yeah. The only people that other than him that did anything were these the three performers or four yeah. performers, the bass player, you know, yeah. four performers and the four dudes that wheeled the tires onto the stage, yeah. And that was it, and and that's that's what got our numbers cut for the artist passes for weekend two. Yeah, because they were like, you don't you don't need all these people. What are you guys doing? wow yeah. they, so so
1: they did cut them by next by the following week we
0: still got a good number in sure yeah but uh but they definitely got and also they got on the line like the the email chain was just like I'm I, again I was very impressed with, yeah. with with uh Dom uh Dominique is is idks like she operates as like a day-to- day I don't think she's officially a manager for him but she operates like a day to day she deals with all of his stuff yeah and I could not give her enough credit for how much she managed to get Over on Coachella, like she literally—I mean, she got forty-one for a rapper with no tech crew. Yeah, you know, with me, she got forty-one people on that artist list. You know, and that's that's really impressive to get. Like that much leniency, and then yeah. even after they cut our numbers, she still came back and said, "Cool, respectfully, we understand you're cutting our numbers. Yeah. These are the people that we still need." Yeah, and my girlfriend still had an artist pass for weekend, Jeez. too. So it's like, like, rad, man, cool. We got yeah. you know, like, that's amazing. But um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, um, it was, it was very disastrous and very stressful and yeah. very hard and. Um, and it, it literally made me multiple times be like, I'm never going to do this again. Yeah, I'm never doing wow. this again.
1: Are you really never going to do it again? Yeah, you're, you're doing it again, <laughs> yeah, for I'll sure. Again. All right, uh, a random question to tie, tie into this theme. What is, aside from Coachella, what is one of or a couple of the most random things you've done? Under the umbrella of like Greasy Will, you, you probably identify yourself as like engineer producer. On my end, maybe producer slash engineer, meaning like the way we lean. Right. But like similar umbrellas under that umbrella, what is like one of the most random things you've done uh, that you would consider though a part of the job? I'll go first because I'll give yeah, you a chance yeah, to yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, so many random things. But the first one that comes to mind is what we were at this uh, at the studio I was at. We used to have this artist come in all the time. Um, I mean, he did Indian music and he played a few really unique uh, instruments. And he would have us come out to his house, but pay us. And both the owner and I were like, I mean, I. I guess we'll take the gig. He would pay us to come out and help set up his uh home studio, but really he wanted his wife owned a catering business and he wanted us to test the food. I'm not kidding. And it sounds benevolent and it, for us it, yeah. we did get hyped. We are like yeah. eventually like all right, this is a great yeah. gig. But that was the thing. He wanted us to test the catering food and like give input. So we would go out there and like sort of pretend to set up a studio um but we would test their catering business—it was dope. Indian food. Wow. Um, yeah, that's I've got amazing. So, That—that's a fun, like, endearing one. Yeah. I have so many random, chaotic, not fun and endearing ones. I'll say I have another one that comes to mind already.
0: Yeah, I don't. Um, um I don't, Yeah, give me, give me more, because I, you know, like in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, like, but like. I don't. It's, it's, it's nothing super. I mean, crazy. the live stuff you've already. I
1: guess I'm asking a question you've essentially been answering for the last yeah. little while. The live stuff, random. You're touring with Johan. so I mean, I guess what I'm highlighting is for people. It's you. I think most people would think of you as like at East West, right? Just, just here. Yeah. You're just you're 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 running cables and getting tones, but like it's so much more than that. Clearly, I'll do one other random one. This was at a studio, so I'm. This is like almost under the category of just like the like craziest clients we've had. Uh, and I feel like maybe I actually shared a version of the story once, but I had this guy come in. Oh, no, I, I shared the guy who had to get pulled away to the um, the state mental institution. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy comes in with a, this is just an audio gig, but this is just a random audio gig. He, he uh, comes in with a tape recorder. Like, remember those little mini ones, like mini cassette mm-hmm. things? Yeah, yeah. And he comes in, and he's like, he seems totally present mentally, and he tells me, uh, I've recorded my neighbors talking about me, and I want. I need to uh, digif- You know, digitize it so that I can take it to court. And he was right. serious. He had paper. You know, he was, was like building a case and everything. And so he has me. We pro- didn't have much of an outlet. I don't. Know, it was probably like, gosh, maybe RCA at right, that time, right. or like it was, or, or eighth inch or whatever. And we're recording it in. And he's having me crank it. There's nothing on these tapes, not a thing, and, but he's behind me, and this is now, like the end of the story is sort of sad, because clearly he's like schizophrenic or something, right. he's behind me taking notes on what they're saying, and he's like, oh my God, did you hear that? And like, he's telling me they're telling, they want to murder him, and they're coming for him, and all this wow. stuff, and I just sat there and did the whole thing, it was like, I'm not kidding, there were hours of tapes, uh, not, not like ambiguous, probably two or three hours of audio, right. but we sat there through the whole thing, just absolutely
0: cranked on the, the like the, the input, um, yeah. So, Man, and I, I got,
1: but I took the money.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I, you know, I, I have that issue of like, if you call me and are, and I know any, like, you know, anything about what yeah. you're talking about, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I'll sure. take the gig. Yeah. If it. If That's of why I'm asking you. You say yeah. that often, like, you are it's, doing rant, you're all I over the place. So, I've, I've, I've built so many studios for people. Like, have I'm you, talking, like, literally, sure. like, Put up like drywall, like put, yeah, it's like yeah. contract, like literally built studios that actually happened. my friend Andrew Masters. One of his like like when he was first starting to break on YouTube and stuff. This yeah. guy out here, uh, who's a great guy, he owns that. Um, uh, what oh God was it called? Um, It's not Pine and Crane, it's, um, there's this vegan restaurant over there, Um, Pine, Lone Pine, I don't remember. Anyway, Uh Guy owns like a a restaurant, he has like a tennis, he started like a tennis channel and stuff. Yeah. He's like, uh, he lives out in Calabasas, has a nice house. He wanted to uh, build a studio, and he consulted Andrew to like come out at first to like do it, and then all of a sudden, Andrew's building the studio. Crazy, like physically. yeah, Yeah, like doing all this stuff, and then he wanted to do a drum room. And uh, he wanted the drum room to be like more soundproof than the rest of the stuff. And And so I ended up coming out there to like do the actual green glue and like drywall and all that stuff. Uh, He paid me like, I don't know, 300 bucks a day or something to do that. But he owned John Lennon's guitar. Jeez, and he let me play it, (laughs) and that was like, like I was like, yeah, this is enough, (laughs) this is good enough. I'm I'm happy, man. Um, But yeah, I've done a lot. I've done construction. I've done, you know, people have hired me to set up their home stereo setups, and people have hired me to do, like, literally a lot of people have, like, you know, been like, hey, man, do you know anything about, you know. HDMI yeah. connectivity or, you know, a, yeah. and, like, the next thing you know, I'm, like, setting up a whole AV setup for somebody somewhere, you know, or, like, working I'm, for like, do Best I look by? like Best Buy? Yeah. That's so do good. Do I look like the Geek Squad? Dude, there's, a, there's, like, an SNL audio skit there somewhere where, like, you <laughs> just eventually succumb and, like, we are working at Best Buy. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> oh, that's classic. i so many of those things, so many of, yeah. like, it, uh, uh, you know, like, the Johan thing started off as just, uh, he... um he needed some help to do a show. Yeah. You, you know, uh, and, and I know about, I know about playback. I know about playback. Yeah. Because I did that tour, that 444 tour with Vic Mensa. Crazy. And the Chris, uh, and the, the kid who, um, did the, um, playback for that is a guy named Chris, Chris Formanik. He's, rad as hell one of the best playback techs in the entire like world like literally writes his own code for stuff like that incredible absolutely brilliant if you're into playback you can look him up because he does a course and um and it's like i I don't know i think it's like a couple grand or something like that but this is a job that right out the gate doing a playback job yeah six hundred dollars a show killer doing you do a tour do a month-long tour with somebody you walk away with Yeah. 20, 30 grand, real easy. You know, it's like that kind of money comes right back to you. And you need almost no uh, other than if you just know how to do Ableton a little bit. If you understand Ableton a little bit or or Dawes in general a little bit, you could learn from this course how to become a playback. He taught me how to be a playback tech. He showed me all this stuff. He's like, oh, this is how we do this. This is how we do that. I, I, you know, this, uh, anytime I have a question about stuff, I call him up and he tells me. Incredible. So I knew about playback. Johan was like, hey, I got to do this show. Um, it's just a one-off. I'm like, yeah, for sure. And then after that, he was like, how much do you charge? Can we do, like, a tour? Can yeah. You? And I was like, well, this is how much I usually charge, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, and, and that's what I, I got. I, I made a bunch of money, and I went on tour for a month, and, like, that's that's how I got into the Johan stuff. Killer. Just... Yeah. One thing, like we were talking about before, yeah. one thing will always for real. lead to another. Say
1: yes to stuff. I think this is obvious, but based on what we're talking about, the the adjacent fields that that make the most sense: live sound stuff for sure, playback yeah. stuff. Yeah, also, awesome. if you can, like, if you're in the engineering side or again the producing side, we're just, just advantageous to know some engineering and have the ability to record. Being able to do, uh, I've found, uh, even at a low level, live uh, sound recording, like offering, oh, yeah. like you get a basic setup. Uh, and have the ability to go track someone's live set. Maybe you're not even involved in the live sound crew right, itself, right, but you're but splitting just having a split. One hundred percent. That stuff goes that. a long way. If you're at home, like trying to just build your your revenue streams, offering live recording can go a long way.
0: Uh, that's um, that's the Jim Scott origin story. If, really? if you don't know that, yeah, he I do um, not know that he was. Um, Long before being a Grammy award-winning engineer and producer and one of the best ones alive, uh, he was just a kid working at a studio. Yeah. He had gone to college for like geology or some shit yeah. like that, and um, and he decided he that wasn't what his career was telling him to do. So he's he went and started working. He was a night crew wow. at a studio. Yeah. Basically a janitor, you Crazy. know, cleaning, sweeping floors, doing bullshit. Yeah. Phone rings one night. Somebody asking questions about recording a live, you know, set. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, is this and this is tape day. So he's like, well, yeah. you're gonna need a, a truck. You're gonna need to do, have this, have that, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, can do you? Could you do this? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, yeah. of course. You know, they're like, you sound like you know what you're talking about. Like yeah. And uh, I want to say, oh, man, I, I could be wrong. I want to say it was Fleetwood Mac that it ended up being Jeez. that he started. I've going heard of on them. The road just live doing their yeah. live recordings. Yeah. And, wow. But that was his origin. Is he, he started doing live recordings for like, some major band. I think it was Fleetwood Mac. Crazy. Because he, he said yes to something yeah. that wasn't really his wheelhouse. Another but, thing, uh, you know? in
1: addition to saying yes, which is the obvious thing, say yes, be available. Uh, not that we're trying to get anyone to lie, not that we would lie, but like, also assert that you can do something. Sure. I think it goes a long way uh, and at a foundational level again using the analogy of a producer an engineer type person um, even ju- people ask me all the time like man I, I engineer a ton but I'd like to get into more producing I want people to buy my beats start telling people you, you, you make produce? beats yeah. Yeah. yeah and vice yeah. versa if you're a producer and you aren't getting enough work because you don't have a name or a sound or a catalog start telling people you'll track them and I then, then, then wedge your beats in there
0: I tell people that all the time whenever yeah. I meet because we you know we were talking about that before like uh, you know like uh, throw a rock in LA and you can hit a producer yeah. you know with no no, no questions. Yeah, uh, I tell people that all the time. If you're doing that, if you also know how to record vocals, yeah, you are already ninety-seven percent the way to being an engineer. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. If you know, okay, this is what I need to do. I need to have a good, you know, I need to gain stage properly into, you know, the computer. Yeah, and I know how to record physically record vocals yeah. in the computer. Uh, but you're most of the way there to yeah. being an engineer. Just tell people you can engineer because that is. What a ton of people have done throughout their careers. And I, I, this, you know, another thing I say all the time my biggest competition in terms of me being an engineer is the dude in the crew that just bought a laptop and figured out Pro Tools. Yeah. You know, it's like if you just have, if you can figure out Pro Tools, the actual engineering stuff, you know, the plug in and the cable setting of the mic. Most studios, they do that for you. They um, set it all up and check the line and get a good level into Pro Tools before you even get there. All you have to do is just go. And if you need it, hey, man, like, you know, I think I'm clipping a little bit. Could you pull back the, you know, input a little bit? Yeah. And that assistant on the session or the yeah. studio manager or whatever who's in whatever level of thing yeah. they'll certainly be like oh yeah for sure here bam yeah. you know or yep yeah it's right here on this fader bam done yeah. you know it's like all the engineering stuff's done yeah and if it's if it's messed up if there's like oh it's distorting or blah blah, yeah. blah you tell them and they yeah. do it <laughs> so yeah you know? yeah yeah don't yeah, stress sure. on any of that shit just you know like the engineering side of it's easy if you can run pro tools you could say you're an engineer yeah. right off the bat yeah say you're an engineer
1: yeah. Yep. You know, Uh, this off topic, but reminds me of I think you posted at some point you posted something about uh, Pro Tools being the industry standard. We've talked about this many times. Uh, It just is. Pro Tools is the industry standard because it is not because it's best, although you could say it is. But the point is, it's just everywhere. Someone commented, I don't don't know if we talked about this or if I just sussed it out of the comments. But someone commented and was like, name one thing Pro Tools does (laughs) that Studio One doesn't do. And you're like, be on a computer. At a commercial studio anywhere in the fucking world.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it was so good. Just yeah. to shut down. Like, well, that's
1: the one thing it does is it's you. People use it everywhere. So. Yeah,
0: it, it's oh, everywhere. So it's on every computer everywhere, always. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I think that's very funny. And and like, again, if you just if you just learn that one thing, yeah, you could you could you could do yeah. that. Do lots of stuff. The, another thing I'll point out is because I can hear and I, I feel like
1: we, if anyone could say this, it's us because we're doing this at a high level. But I can hear. Pro engineers maybe validly listening to us say this and saying like, well, that's those kids are ruining my job. They're just saying they engineer, but they don't. Well, they're gonna fall then. They'll they'll crash and fall. Like right. the the assertion here isn't that people should lie and pretend they do it. It's it's right. like we're when to coach you said people. that the
0: first time, I was gonna say this, which is which is that you know right now, people in the world, you yeah. know whether you're the type of person that yeah. can say yes to a gig and then and make it. You totally, know? yeah. And you also know if you're the type of person that cannot deal with things yeah. outside your wheelhouse. And I'm talking and, to the And if you're that type of person, go for it, man. Yeah. Go for it. One hundred percent.
1: And additionally, even whether they that that person you're talking about can assess themselves rightly or not. Yeah. I'm talking to the pro above them who's like, that that's they're lying, they're taking my job. Right, right. Then you know, just chill out. Yeah. They're gonna crash and burn and you'll be fine. I, so the point I'm making though, again, bottom line is if if you are not a complete idiot in some field, start saying yes to stuff and then go do your homework and get good. Yeah. But it is, it will be valuable, advantageous, your career will build. Again, and I use the web analogy all the time. You say yes to this thing, it leads to that thing. You say yes to this person, they they hook you up with their cousin. You do their cousin's record, their cousin and has you run live sound for them at the next show and the next thing you know you're doing an album. It just, that's how it happens. People yeah. who haven't built a career who are hoping they can find a job, it is so incredible, we've talked about this many times, it's so incredibly rare to step into a a job that's just waiting for you. Usually, even if you get to start at East West, I started at a commercial studio too. Even if you start at a studio, you still, it's like having, we've used the analogy here before, but it's like having a chair at a really bougie barbershop. Nobody cares because there doesn't mean they just instantly trust you to cut their hair. You're gonna have to go build it, person by person, job by job, skill by skill, so say yes. And then yeah. one day you can have discipline. I've I've reached a place where we talked about family stuff. We have different, you know, life approaches in yeah. some ways. But but we both know like there comes a point where you start saying no and and but that's probably not now right. for most of you. Yeah. Right now you
0: should be saying yes. Yeah, and, and you know, it's like And Will still says yes. If you have if you have, you know, the right mentality, if you if you know what you're doing and you and you have the right mentality on this stuff, uh you you, you know, saying yes to this it'll put you in the right places. And if To the to the you know talking to the engineer who's worried about these kids making it yeah you know it's like uh, I guarantee that same guy remembers when he was starting out oh one hundred and was like in over his head yeah because we've all that's that's part of this job that's part of doing this is every now and then getting in over your head yeah and again you know it's like you could fail horribly at those moments you could fail horribly yeah and that will, you know, could or could not carry with you throughout your career, yeah. you know? It's like, I, I always tell this story about having 10,000 people boo me at, at, you know, a festival, and, like, that could have been <laughs> so good. the end of my life. Dude, I was yeah. having flashbacks at Coachella. Oh, I'm sure, <laughs> like, yeah. It was the same thing, the same thing oh, that happened with that. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, this is the worst. Anyway, uh, you know, you could that could define you, or yeah. it could just be another road, just you know, a little thing. speed bump yeah. that happened along the way that yeah. also got you better. Man, I was ready to swap things out at this one. I didn't, yeah. you know, I was ready to move whenever... So it's like uh, you know I don't I don't I don't worry about those people I don't worry about that concept I don't yeah. you know it's like go for it say yes work your ass off try really hard and you know what at at some point in time like the theory is that you're not going to be asked to do. Production management at Coachella, your first ever live yeah. gig ever. Yeah, you're gonna say yes to some smaller things that yeah. get you, and then you're gonna learn some, some random things. community yeah. you're gonna, food truck fest. Exactly, yeah, you're gonna you're uh, for me, you're gonna put PA speakers in the back of a fucking flatbed truck and drive around San Diego with a band playing off a generator, you know? like, And you're gonna learn a lot of things. (laughs) And then you're gonna be like, all right, cool, I know some more stuff about this. But, you know, you, you say yes to these other things that build you to these big moments where you have to take a little bit bigger of a risk, But also one that you're probably a little bit more prepared for because you've been saying yes to things and been trying stuff and been taking risks and doing that stuff. And you'll find
1: out eventually if you might find out two things. First of all, you might find out you love something. Maybe you're into producing and then you fall in love with engineering or you fall in love with live production stuff. Conversely, you're gonna find out where you're not a fit. Right. You know what I mean? You do something, that's just life. You're gonna suck at it and you'd be like, oh, I won't I'm probably not gonna say yes to that anymore. I have to add to I'm always like I feel like I'm dragging. 60 year old dads On TikTok all the time But like <laughs> To that same crew If you're upset With those kids For being busier than you You should probably Get back down in the dirt Like if right. your last, last gig Or the only gig You've had for a while Was like a Jimmy Buffett Cover band yeah. It's probably I, I know those people I know that guy Who's just That's all they have yeah. you, You're gonna have to Get back down in it No one cares That you've got The SSL board In your garage Or whatever's going on Like right. you're, you gotta get Down in the mud again Then it's a, yeah. like, Or make some TikToks Sorry you, yeah. That's just what You gotta do But actually Another thing I'll add to you. I'm gonna. This is a, an absolute. Uh, I would say a humble brag. It's not even that. It's just being cocky. You talked about someone being like, "Oh, you're the guy from TikTok." I never take that because that could feel like an insult. We both right. know. Be ironically having TikTok platforms that there is a disdain for internet presence, right? Yeah. My career, and I know it's the same for you, so I'm saying this, I'm, I'm gonna let you steal this from me. My career existed for so long pre-TikTok right. that when someone sees me as the TikTok guy, I'm like, what an incredible compliment. Right, right. Because <laughs> I'm so not. Yeah. So for over like 10, 12, 13 years, like TikTok didn't exist right. at all, and I worked full time. That it's like that's honestly, I'm impressed with myself Man. that you think I'm the TikTok guy yeah. because I'm not, but I'll take it. So
0: I loved that, um, and, and and I uh, it's happened to me so much recently. Yeah. I mean, it was literally the 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 decision behind dressing up for uh, Nam was that I knew I couldn't just go. Dude, it's so funny, but you could. I'm sure you I couldn't, couldn't just no go because people would see me and know me. And it and sounds it's so like,
1: cheesy and like we're being vain to say that, but specifically at Nam, yeah. No way. Yeah. Anybody
0: yeah. and and like now in the in the music community, it's like if you've done, if if you've done anything on TikTok at all, yeah. A, and look at anything about music on TikTok. Yeah. At some point in time, my face comes up on your yeah. screen. Yeah. And I, you know, it, I, I, it happened. Uh, it happened at Guitar Center. No uh, way. I, one of, yeah. One of the guys from Guitar Center who worked yeah. at Guitar Center. Came up to me. He's like, Hey, man, you're like, yeah. man, I was just watching your thing this yeah. morning. You know? It's like, I'm saying no way, but I believe it. And, and it's like, uh, and at Coachella, mid. People on stage at Coachella. No this way. was hilarious. Like yeah. stage hands Probably and like, stuff. Dude, look, look, yeah, 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 they were like literally yeah. like, "Oh, I follow you, man. Yeah. You're great." You know, like I didn't know you did, which is really funny. He's like, "I didn't yeah. know you did this." Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, "Yeah, like doing live sound stuff." You know, That's like, so good. And, yeah. and people automatically assume because he does it all. He yeah. says yes. <laughs> people automatically uh, assume anytime they do see me like going to stage or talking about going to Coachella. Yeah. Oh, you mixing front of house or you? You what? What are you doing? Yeah. Hell no! I mix in front of house. No. Yo, I won't mix. That's one thing I would probably say no to. Front of house, yeah. For like a for like a big festival or something yeah. like that. You know, it's like I don't want to do that. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to mix front of house. Like you should have responsibility, somebody. And yeah. and every time somebody asks, like actually, IDK's actual manager, like yeah. this, he he hit me up and was like, hey, let me ask you a question. Uh, you know we're doing all this stuff, but uh, you're not going to mix front of house for the set. He's like, you're, you know, that's you're, you're an engineer, right? And I was like, oh no, man, uh, that's a horrible idea. I was yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, also just a fundamental un-
1: uh, misunderstanding of what they've already asked you to do. Right. To think that you could do do both, bo- like yeah, yeah. physically I be impossible. be on stage and
0: deal with all the production yeah. management, but also be at front yeah. of house. And I yeah. was like, no, man. I was like, there is somebody. There's going to be a guy at front of house who will be at front of house on he knows everything and that's you going want him on there, not me. he knows yeah. all he knows what this he's he's he set up the the yeah. line arrays he yeah. knows what everything is going on yeah. he knows exactly what it, bro we're mixing a two track yeah. and some vocals yeah. like don't let him handle yeah, it yeah let yeah. him do that yeah. let him do that he will kill it and do a great job yeah. i'm going to be over there trying to deal with whatever's going on on stage and also deal with front of house yeah. and do Hell no, man. Like, yeah, I, man. but but I don't want to do front of house in the, in the like at all because it's like, what a thankless, shitty yeah. job to have sometimes, especially at things like that. Like, like, only
1: only noticed or observed when when something's on fire. Yes. Yeah.
0: I um I, back to the I'll do anything. Yeah. Um, East West did their 30th anniversary party here. Yeah. And um Nathan East and Greg Fillings played a set. Wow. And then IDK did a set. Yeah. And Candace, the manager here, was like, oh, Will does sound for IDK. Yeah. Because I did a, yeah. a, a gig with him yeah. where we just ran uh, an X32 that I have. I have a rack, uh, sure. X32 rack. Yeah. And um, I had that. Actually, and, is that a Baron? What is it? Yeah, it's a Baron. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's got, you know, uh, and, and, and we had, you know, Six inputs or eight sure. inputs or and something you can very on minute- an iPad yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, super simple gig, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it was at a it was at a restaurant, you know. It was like no. a like a two hundred person max. It yeah. was just like one of his little promo things. Sure. He was trying to like do an, an interesting side hustle yeah. thing, you know, where he's like, "Oh, I also do these little gigs with this yeah. jazz band." Yeah. So they're like, "Oh, Will can do front of house for this," and I'm like, oh, "I can," yeah. But I already know I'm not going to want to. Yeah. And and it, and. So I end up doing it. We're doing, you know, first I do IDK's set, yeah. And I swear to God, you know, it was like it, it, it was in Studio One here. It's a big studio, you know, lots. But uh, but everybody and their mom came up to me, and was like, "Hey, you should do this, man. Do the." And it's like a bunch of audio guys too, yeah. you know, and like because it's the anniversary party for the software company. Yeah. So it's a bunch of musicians, a bunch of audio guys. Every single one of them coming up. Let me tell you this, as a human being, all right. I don't care how good you are at engineering. I don't care if you're the best. In fact, I guarantee the best front of house guys in the world yeah. go to shows, and it never crosses their mind once to go up to the front of house guy and be like, hey, man, you should add a little bit of 2K to that vocal, blah, blah, never. blah. Because every front of house guy, every live sound guy knows that whatever that guy is dealing with behind the board yeah. right now, it, it's... It, it, there's a reason for everything. If yeah. the vocal's not loud enough, yeah. it's probably cuz can't turn it up anymore because yeah, it's feeding back in all yeah. the monitors and the room's not built for this sound and it's yeah. gonna, going if it's if it's you can't hear the kick drum on the bass, it's probably because every time I turn the kick drum up, it, the upright bass resonates with the kick sure. drum and yeah. is causing and I can't get that out of the the bass yeah. without Totally affected. It's like, yeah. there's a reason. They also reason. know they
1: just don't, they wouldn't want someone coming up telling right. them what they already know. Right,
0: what they already yeah. know is going, trust me, I know. When I they're know. in the middle of a fire. So many things yeah. are going on, and yeah. I'm like, you know what? And then, uh, you know, and and it's always like, I, I say this a lot of times, it's always this guy. It's always the guy who's standing on like the far left of the stage or like behind a pillar or yeah. like in some horrible place for sound.
1: Making mixed critiques. Yeah, yeah.
0: being like, man I'm just I'm not even hearing the keys bro it's like
1: or the guy in the back corner of the room wondering why the bass is so loud. Loud,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> bass is just so. Crazy I don't know, man. Things here. are really
1: rumbly back I, here. Y-
0: there was a guy that came up to me, and, and I love this. I don't know who he was. I don't care who he was. He came up, and he's like, he's like, man, you, uh, you should, uh, you got to get the vocal a little bit louder and all that. And I literally looked at him and I go, oh yeah, man, I'll take care of that as soon as I figure out how to change physics. <laughs> and I just went right back to what yeah. I was. I'll, I'll, cheery. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, classic. man, definitely. I'll take care of that as soon as I figure out how to fix physics. And then I just went back to doing what uh. I was doing. Oh, I don't give a shit man. I don't care yeah. what your opinion is. I it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I, I have no no pity for whatever you're trying to solve or figure like in your own brain yeah. that you can't hear something. It, I, I don't care. Live I is don't tough. Care. Yeah, that's Live again, for lot. many
1: reasons, but that being one of them. Everybody uh, and their in their mom. D- oh, because
0: yeah. because you listen to music, you can come to me and tell me about, yeah. bro, this is not a, ve- a, 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 it's not a perfect venue. Yeah. This is not a great place to be doing yeah. this at. I don't have all the equipment that I should have or would yeah. have if I had planned this properly. Yeah. If I regularly did front of house gigs, yeah, sure. But yeah. I also know it cost East West nothing for me they gave me studio time to do that yeah. which was a great trade for me sure yeah you know, i'll yeah, take i'll take a free you. day of studio i yeah. made like like i don't know like six grand off of that one day or yeah, something you know because I, yeah. I tracked in mixed a band off of that so Hell it was yeah. like i made a shitload of money yeah but uh you know i don't um you know they got a great deal but if they had hired if they had gone to sir and been like hey we're gonna do this sure sir would have given them a twenty thousand dollar package for sure yeah, you know, to say like, oh, live sound, like yeah. for a, a setup for like that. Okay, cool. We're gonna need this console, this thing, this thing, this yeah. thing. You're gonna need all these money. You're gonna need all this stuff. They would have overdone it because mm-hmm. that's what they're gonna do. But they're gonna, they're planning for the, and me. I knew the truth. Yeah, it's gonna be a bunch of drunk people.
1: Yeah, no one's really gonna care.
0: No yeah. one's really gonna care if they can. They're gonna hear the shit. They're gonna yeah. be. They're gonna leave later on. Be like, oh man, yeah. And also, it's gonna be loud as hell. These drums are in this. You're in a studio. You're sure. not in a live yeah. venue. It's like. This is all arbitrary. Yeah. None of this matters. Everybody's trashed. Yeah. Just shut up and let's like let's just enjoy it for what it, it is. Yeah. But also, I did get yelled at by Nathan East like the better part of like 20 times. And oh, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. He was so mad at me. Yeah. Greg Film was taking it, but Nathan was like getting really mad because there was like all these things. So one of the things that was going on, because they wanted to record everything at the same time. Yeah. All right. Oh, and wow. And they wanted to, and they had Moogie Can, Can, Canazio, he's a famous, he's, I, can't, I don't remember if that's his last name, but his first name is Moogie. Yeah. Uh, he was engineering the recording in yeah. the control room, and then I was getting bus sends off of everything that he was doing. Oh, uh, okay. To feed the console out in, in the Interesting. Thing. Yeah. So, so I didn't, we didn't have a splitter because sure. of the way the studio's old, all yeah. analog, all sorts of stuff, yeah. everything wasn't getting split. I was just getting bus sends of like certain sure. things. Sure, yeah. And also, everything's feeding off the Neve prees on the console. So yeah. every time Moogie would adjust something yeah. in the control room yeah. on the pre's... it's affecting you. It's affecting me. Yeah. So and also, they're old vintage 31105 Pre's. Sure. Yeah. So he's hitting them, and they're, wow. You know. And then Nathan would be like, "What's going on, Will? What's going on, man? What, what, yeah. Why is this?" And I, and I, like and I didn't. You know, I'm not trying to throw Moogie under the bus yeah. and be like, "It's Moogie's doing it to yeah. me," you know. Yeah. But eventually, I had to be like. I'm getting everything from him. When he does stuff, it affects me. So... I, I, I can't help it. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I can't change the fact that this man. is, that there's a jump in your volume or something yeah. changes. Yeah. You got to give me a second to sort it out yeah. and just, you know, and eventually they ended up like, you know, it was like, I I just had like three monitors out on the floor yeah. and we just cranked everything. It was like, fuck it. Just, just deal just with just it. You know, out. it's just yeah. loud. Yeah. But it was like, which I knew was going to be the case the whole time. Yeah. But also it was like, man, man, this is tough. This is a really, it's a tough situation to be in to know that you can't win you yeah. know, it's like everything there's no a lot witness, of live sound you know? people feel
1: that way. Well, take live sound at your own risk then. Yeah. I I have to bail soon, I just realized. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's a, we, to, we hit our we good. hit our ninety minute yeah. mark,
0: so we're in a good place. But um yeah, so uh the the uh the, the takeaway from everybody for everybody is this like don't be afraid to try stuff. Don't be afraid to get out there and do uh, things that aren't in your lane or things that you aren't uh necessarily great at, you know. For real, yeah. Because it can lead to things that do feed what you are good at, you know, and it can also lead you to learning a lot of things that's very valuable. Uh, Definitely, there's been many times where uh, my my experience in live sound has carried over to making me a better studio. Oh, without a doubt, they'll all
1: the skill from from each different thing will. Always. We'll, yeah, we'll make you better in each different thing.
0: Yeah. Also, money
1: wise, I know we talked about it earlier, but early in a career, it's highly unlikely you'll be able to survive off of the one thing that you would right. consider your passion. So make yeah, money the, elsewhere. Who cares? The I more mean, you're going you to need to.
0: And also, you know, real talk, like I was saying before, you're not, you're probably not going to start out with the, you know, the Coachella main stage or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so don't be sad if you screw some stuff up. You yeah. know, it's like we all have. We've all messed up, yeah. and, and it's one of the reasons why I don't really like to do live stuff overall is that there's no do-overs. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no. Yep. There's no, oh, like studios, very controlled. I, I mean, I know oh, exactly. Oh, it's so different, yeah. But live is like, it's, it's you know, it's, we could sink or swim. Yeah. Sink or swim, yeah. baby, yeah. you know? But it's all right. It's all right to sink a few times. It's all right to have some little failures. Yeah. It's all right, because you will learn exponentially faster. Absolutely. It's having, just going to happen. Having doing, you know, having done that. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So take risks, go out there, and uh, be a jack of all trades. You know, master one thing, but learn a lot of other stuff. Truly. I love it.
1: Yeah. Um, we did it. We did. It. We did one. We did one. Nice. And welcome back. Thank you. I wanted to, We made this the topic just so I could ask questions about Coachella. I, <laughs> I really just,
0: I just want to also. Well, so I don't know if anybody noticed. This is, uh, this is the Ooh. real win of Coachella. Is did you um, get those there? Yeah, so uh, part of IDK's thing is that he has a deal with Nike, a collaboration with Jeez. Nike for his album and for... Um, I mean
1: this with respect, but I didn't know he was that big. I mean, I know oh he's Oh, yeah, big, yeah. He's got a
0: lot of really big yeah, collaborations. I believe, I mean, versions. I have it's great respect great. for him, but
1: that's big time.
0: Yeah, and uh, these are limited editions. Yeah. I was wearing these at Coachella after the thing, which also, they held up remarkably for being a Coachella shoe. They look great. Yeah. Um, But everybody on the crew had these. Everybody on the, like, the uh, okay. stage like you know, thing, all yeah. had these. Yeah. Um and uh and so I got my own my own pair. Dope. But I was wearing them afterwards. I was I was standing there and some kid was standing beside me, it must have been a sneakerhead. Yeah. He goes, Bro, where did you get those? And I was he's like I'm sorry, he's like he's like oh, those aren't, nobody has those. You can't have those. Nice. And I was like... He just knew. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about shoes really. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, oh cool, are these cool? And he's like, <laughs> hey, Are these cool? Hey, is this cool, man? That's is it cool? classic? So that was the real victory Good of Coachella. then. my wife
1: bought me these mole hair shoes. Yeah,
0: I noticed yes, those earlier. You. Those look yeah. nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I had a sneakerhead come up to me at Coachella too. <laughs> <and> <laughs> okay. So yeah, take risks and you can get free shoes someday. Oh, yeah. What's about? <laughs> we'll see you soon. All right. Dope.